Okay, today we're going to talk about human interaction. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how human interaction has benefited me. As time goes on, as society goes on, we have more and more technology that prevent us from having human interaction. So, uh, give you a little bit of a story about how human interaction benefited me. Uh, a while back, I was new in town, bought a place in Young County, Texas, and went to open a bank account, and of course the COVID deal had broke out, and uh, I went to one bank that was kind of a local bank, and they had 30-some branches scattered throughout North Texas, and they wouldn't let me in because I didn't have a mask on, and I refused to wear one, because I believe in being a free man, and I believe in not being controlled so i wouldn't wear a mask i never have i never will i won't get vaccinated unless i decide to i'm not going to do it because i'm free so i i went down the road to this other bank it's called first state bank in only texas i pulled in there of course the door was locked because it's it's covid's broke out and the the Rona's killing everybody, they thought, and you had to get in by appointment. So I knocked on the door, and the lady come to the door, and she says, what would you like to do? And I says, well, I need to set up a bank account. She says, well, come on in here. You need to set up an appointment. And I says, well, how do I do that? She says, well, you need to tell us when you want to set up a bank account. And I says, well, I want to set up a bank account right now. And she goes, great. Sounds like a good appointment. Come on in. So she was super nice. Went in there, and uh, on the way out, I meet the the manager of the bank, the 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 boss name is david perky so we talked for a little bit kind of get to know each other right there at the doorway of the bank and out i go and oh maybe not quite a year later i'm coming back from a cutting in warwick oklahoma and david calls me on the phone and he says hey scott have you uh filed on your ppp loan yet and I says, no, what's that? And he said, well, if you're self-employed, blah, blah, he explains it to me. I can get you some money back on this deal, and it's a forgivable loan. It's 100% forgivable. Sounded a little bit fishy to me, but I thought, well, I'll give it a try. So I go in there, decide to give it a try. And keep in mind that I don't do online banking. Every time I have to deposit money, every time I have to withdraw money, I walk in the bank, I have a smile on my face, I say hi to all the nice ladies in there. See David, say hi, how you doing, how's the wife and kids, the whole nine yards. So you're getting human interaction there. You're building a relationship. So when I go in there to get this PPP loan, David goes through my taxes and everything I've qualified for, and he got me $20,800 for free, completely forgivable. Now keep in mind, it's not free. I don't have to pay it back, but it did actually cost the American taxpayers a lot of money to do that bullshit um so so anyways but but whatever i took advantage of the program because it was there and uh why not you know so while i'm in there i says hey david there's a little piece of ground down the road about 400 acres i've been looking at buying it do you think it's worth it and he says well what do you want for us Says i need to be able to run more cows I need more land he said well real estate's pretty high right now blah blah so we back and forth and he says I'll tell you what i got a deal for you and he says, I've got, you know, thousands of acres out there where I live and I don't use it all. And I got one great big pasture, a few thousand acres, you know, run quite a few cows on it. Good grass, lots of water on it. Uh, he said, I'd, I would rent that to you. 
and then you can wait until real estate comes down a little bit when this economy breaks a little and then it's time to buy i says well we go out there and we ride around it and we look at it and we like it and so i i go ahead and i and i you know we rode our horses all around it was it was quite a jaunt took us four or five hours just to ride around this place probably 15 16 miles around the fence line of this one pasture and we liked it so i says yeah i'd like to do that i says uh, i need to to get some money put together and uh, buy some cows some more cows to run on it you know it's gonna cost me you know from probably 125 to two hundred thousand dollars whatever and he tells me well scott i'd like the opportunity to loan you that money if you'd give me that opportunity because that's his business he sells money that's what he does so I wrote my name on three pieces of paper and he gave me on my signature a huge line of credit to buy a herd of cows to fill this pasture and then I bought I leased the land from him we made an agreement I made him an offer and he accepted it handshake deal on a five-year contract we shook hands we didn't sign no contract on the lease of the land we shook hands like country boys we've had a great relationship ever since now how I met David Parkey how I met those nice ladies at that bank that always treat me good, that never, ever, ever question me, is I had real live human interaction. Online banking can't do that for you. It's like Joe Howard Williamson. Uh, he, he lives there in Archer County. His daddy was a banker for years. Owned tens of thousands of acres. He had, I think Joe Howard told me 15 or 16 banks. And, and Joe Howard told me, he said, you stick with David Parkey. He's your, he's your good banker. He says, when the head of your bank is in Dallas or Fort Worth, one of them big cities, and they're the ones calling the shots, he says, you're at the wrong bank. You deal with a small-time banker. You keep it simple. You keep it small. I know they're slower-paced and all that. So And I said, yes, sir, I agree. Well, David Parkey tells me, you know, about different things and odds and ends and opportunities because he's a banker. He's a good banker. He wants everybody around him to be successful. I talked to Joe Howard one day, me and him was watching him settle cattle at a cutting, and I can't remember where we were, we may have been in Warica, Oklahoma also that time, at one of them, at the old Drummond Ranch, or, or maybe we were, hell, I don't know, we could have been in Graham, or where, maybe we was in Whitesboro, I don't know, anyways, one of them cuttings, you know, North Texas, Southern Oklahoma, and Joe Howard tells me that one day he said to his dad that he was out riding and checking cows, they're ranchers, you know. But his dad owned all these banks. And he says, Dad, how did you learn so much about banking? His dad says, I don't know nothing about banking, really. He says, but I know people. That's the difference. So human interaction, you know, the old-fashioned shake the hand, uh, know those people face-to-face. -face. I mean, there's been a time or two when I've bought livestock or I've bought this or that or the other, and somebody, and I go to write them a check, and they say, is your check any good? And I say, here's the number to my bank. You call that bank. I don't care who answers the phone. You call that bank and you ask them if you, they know Scott Hume. And they'll tell you they do. And they will also tell you that my check is 100% good. Because I'll guarantee I'm not going to get in a deal that I can't back up. If I can't back it up, if I don't have it, I ain't getting in it. I only do what I know I can do. So... And my bank knows that. And the ladies at my bank know that. And when my kids go in there, 
they don't question them on anything. They just take care of them because they know that no matter what, we will pull through. If we're incapable of pulling through, we won't sign our name on the dotted line. That's just how we are. Because that name on the dotted line is as good as a handshake. Here's the second part of my human interaction. I had a very, very wonderful experience today. Real live human interaction. Can you get real live human interaction at a drive up window at the Sonic? Hell no. Not even close. So here's how you get real live human interaction. Me and my two boys, Peyton and Ethan, are working away today. Noontime rolls around. I looked at them boys, and usually we just stay home and eat lunch. And I says, Mom's gone. And I don't know what's in the house to fix. And I says, hell, boys, let's run up the, up the road to the cafe. So just across the Red River into Oklahoma, anybody doesn't know much about nothing, the, the Red River is the border between Texas and Oklahoma. And I'm probably six miles from the Red River between Vernon, Texas, and Elmer, Oklahoma. We run up there to Elmer, Oklahoma, which is three miles across the river, and there's a little gas station, a little cafe there. And we go in there and we sit down, wonderful food. I mean, everybody in there's got cowboy hats or overalls or spurs on their boots or whatever else. And, and uh, you know, they talk about everything from farming cotton to farming wheat to running cattle, combining, a uh, few oil rig guys in there once in a while. But most of them is just country folks that, that got farming for a living. You know, this old gal, kind of a neat old lady. She comes up, she kind of hobbles up to our table, and she takes our order, and of course she's got tattooed eyebrows on, and she's got her hair all done up as pretty as she can. And I'm just watching her, and I'm like, this lady's just neat. She was, she had a little bit of a sense of humor. She was kind of fun. So we back and forth a little bit as she brings her food, and when we get done eating, she comes up and says, can I get you anything else? And I says, no. And she says, no, now what? Uh, we're having catfish tomorrow night. That's our special. Right there in a little tiny Elmer, Oklahoma, that really isn't even a town hardly, an area, not even a community, more or less just an area. There will be people lined up out the door of that little cafe in the gas station. They will literally be lined up out the door for that catfish on Friday nights. So I asked that lady, I says, uh, how... Uh, how long you worked here? She goes, oh, I don't, I don't work here. She goes, I just help them out. I don't make, she goes, my kids own the place. They just, I just do it to get out of the house a little bit. 78 years old. She grew up in Vernon, Texas. She was married to her husband who passed away three years ago. But she was married to him for 55 years, eight months, and two days. She damn near choked up when she told me that. She said she met him on, on the drag. He drove a 50 nine Ford two-door hardtop met him in 1962 in Vernon Texas dragging around the town square she said I drove a 57 Chevy she said his car was red lots of chrome real pretty 13 months later they was married they was married for 55 years eight months and two days they farmed wheat cotton and cattle and she started telling me how she'd been waitressing off and on since she was 15 years old She's 78 now. Still living in the country. They are the only the second recorded owner of the 160 acres that she still lives on. The first family that recorded on it, homesteaded it, and then they bought it from them. It's free and clear. 
They borrowed against it one time, never borrowed against it again. And now as I listened to this lady and the things she told me about growing up around here and the things she'd seen and experiences she had, talking about her younger glory days and and uh, the the twinkle in her eye and the love in the heart that swelled when she talked about her passed on husband. That's real life human interaction. You ain't never got that at the Sonic. You ain't never got that at the Dairy Queen, going through the drive-through. Real life human interaction. Get out there and, and talk to people. This is this is Middle America, okay? This is the heartland. This is where the most wonderful people live. Like I've said before, I'm from Idaho. I'm I'm from the mountains, okay? And I've had some wonderful experiences in the mountains. But any any anybody can love the mountains. Anybody can look at the Tetons that stand there between Idaho and Wyoming on the border and say, wow, that's majestic, that's beautiful. Anybody can look at the Snake River flowing into the Palisades Reservoir and say, that's beautiful, because it is. But if you love the prairie, if you love the wheat fields, the cotton fields, the flat land, the rolling hills, the dips and gullies, the Red River, that takes a soul. That takes somebody that doesn't just see the shiny chrome bumper that takes somebody who wants to know what's under the hood that's somebody who appreciates the tricep rather than the bicep that's somebody who goes deeper than the showroom floor and that's what this heartland that i live in is full of we're surrounded by like i say wheat cotton cattle grass some of the greatest indians of the plains all lived here comanches apaches cherokees they were all right here you know, Quanta Parker owned all this land around me and ruled all this around me. This is the heartland. Okay, this is where I live. And this this is one of the reasons I live here because I believe that the most wonderful people live here. And you got to get out there and get, if you want to change your life in business, if you want to change your life with friendships, if you want to change your life with family, if you want to change your life with anything, you've got to get some real live human interaction you know i mean let's face it you know this lady was so proud of this moment she met her husband talked about meeting him around the dragon the town square anybody ever been to vernon texas and seen the town square roy orbison born and raised in vernon texas okay so something really neat there i mean you ever seen the movie american graffiti that that's what was going through my head like like her husband was damn near john milner you know and uh probably had cigarettes rolled up in his shirt sleeve and and she wore a poodle dress and i don't even know but anyways this is what i love about you know just a simple lunch little cafe in elmer texas elmer oklahoma and and i meet the most wonderful people you know and uh the same with the way i met my banker the reason i met my banker that way is because i want a small town bank I wanted a bank where everybody in there knew me on a first-name basis, and I know all them. And we can communicate and say Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Have a New Year, too, and Happy Easter, and that's what we want. I want my kids to be able to go in there and deposit and withdraw and have the ladies be able to laugh and chuckle and know all them. And I like small banks. I like small towns. And having that real-life human interaction with my banker gave me some life-altering opportunities. And meeting that old lady there in the cafe in Elmer, Oklahoma, hey, she was proud of meeting her husband that way. He wasn't the creeper living in his mama's basement 
making himself out to be something he's not online, you know. He didn't play the tuba in the Rose Parade, hell no. He was a real live American farmer and, and rancher and, and run cattle, grew wheat, grew cotton. You know, they run combines and trucks and tractors and fed stock and raised a family that way. That, that, that's neat. So get out there and get to know people. It's life-altering. You think it's inconvenient? Hey, technology's inconvenient. Get out there and meet people. It's wonderful. You know, listen to them. Let them tell you their story. You already know your story. Don't give them that bullshit. Listen to their story. Because you want to talk about goals, you want to talk about crushing goals, you want to talk about, you know, smashing records. How about meeting the love of your life on the town square and being married for 55 years, 8 months, and 2 days? That's a goal. That's a record. That's something neat. That's something very, very, very few people anymore ever have. So, you know, you can talk about winning gold buckles, selling platinum records, becoming a rock star, bucking horse rider, a baseball star, whatever. And you're going to be buried in the same goddamn shape of pine box as the next guy. So if you want to have some real goals... You want to alter the future? You want to have people remember you for who you're really for? Go out there and find your sweetheart. And be married for 55 years, 8 months, and 2 days. I'll, I'll, I'll just never, ever, ever forget that. The way she, I mean, she knew exactly how long she'd been with her husband. They'd been together 13 months prior to that. And that was so awesome to me. Such a wonderful lady. She moved slow. She smiled quick. And she warmed your heart. Go up there and get some real-life human interaction, folks. I'm telling you, it's just wonderful. Visit the heartland. Don't bring your liberal ways. We love God, guns, and gov no government. That's all we need is each other. And we say thank you, and we pray. We help each other out. We don't need your factories. We don't need your freaking rules. We don't need your masks. We don't need your COVID shots. All we need is each other. Because that's all we're going to have in the end. Hope this finds you well from somewhere on the plains of Texas. Have a good one.